be if you had generous income to invest in therapy and life coaching and the very best art supplies and the travel that you need and the best camera as a photographer and equipment as a filmmaker, right? All Mm -hmm. the creatives. I know so many of us are creative people and we're saying, you know, I work in tech, but I'm a photographer on the side. No, you are a photographer who happens to work in tech. The thing that you do on the (laughs) side, right? This is a spiritual life coach coming out. The thing that you do on the side (laughs) is the thing that you love. is going on everybody no really what's going on i have no clue (laughs) um but today we have a very special guest um someone that i've worked with in the past um in person and have just had incredible interactions with thus far today's guest is levon proverbs briggs and Emmy award-winning authoress, Henny, get into it, (laughs) spiritual healer, um, all-around bad bitch, like, you know how we do around here, so don't be surprised, Um, but yeah, get into it, hope you guys enjoy LaVon, I will plug some of her uh, social media things and things that she's doing in the community and where she is and just online um at the end of this episode in the meantime you can follow this podcast on instagram at strange or could be arranged all one word you can find me on twitter tweeting some absolute foolishness at strange or arranged look me up you could also search the whole name irregardless of (laughs) you can also donate if you enjoy anything anything you hear on this podcast at any time hit me up on cash app dollar sign strange arranged and you can send all your donations to the production of this podcast and it is greatly appreciated much obliged and supports the continuation of this podcast being a thing (laughs) so we appreciate you also if you want to reach out and let us know what you're hearing let us know how you feel let us know what you want to hear email us at strange or arranged at gmail.com and we will do our best to get back to you so without further ado enjoy levon I know I do, (laughs) so I hope you all fall in love with her just like I have, and uh, let's get into it. Thank you for being here, LaVon, Miss Lovely Gorgeous. Thank you for having me, beloved one, yeah. Yes. (laughs) So to start, um... I want you to tell me and the listeners who you are in your own words um, and what you have to offer to the community, to the space. Yes, I am a bad bitch maven. No, okay. I'm only slightly joking. I'm only slightly joking when I say that. No, seriously. Oh, look, um, I'm not. Um, uh, my name is LeVon Proverbs, and I am a healer, in a word, 
Uh, I show up in the world as a body and sex positive womanist pastor and preacher. I'm also a tarot card reader and a psychic and a medium. And I know most people don't hear all those titles go together, but I'm all about the integration, okay? I'm not choosing. I'm a both and. Like the creator did not make no mistake when um, the divine made me black and woman and, and, and. So. All of that comes together. Um, I'm a spiritual life coach and a transformational speaker, a seminar leader, a poet, and an author. Here's some tea. I finished my first book manuscript, so I'm really excited um, to share Yeah, that with the world. I would love to read. And, oh, precious. Yes. I have to send you a coffee. <laughs> coffee. I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, my agent's going to be shopping the book proposal to publishers at the end of February 2021. So Beautiful. I'm claiming 2021 publishing, honey. Okay. Yes. Put it into the universe. And, okay. That's what you got to do. You it's going to happen. It. We just, listen, our words are spells. We're casting mm-hmm. spells all the time, even with our thoughts. Um, even with the energy that we put out, you know, when I think yes. about being a healer and a spiritualist, we talk a lot about giving thanks and having gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. And in order to call in abundance, you have to have an attitude of gratitude and abundance in all its forms, right? In a right. westernized colonized society, we talk about abundance monetarily or financially, but abundance of joy, of peace, mm-hmm. of love, like though that's a part of abundance too. And so um, for me, it's important to just honor that we are grateful, even when we may not have everything that we want, that we're still operating from a place of like, ciao, Okay. Remember when? <laughs> okay. Look, there once was. <laughs> Period. No longer though. <laughs> okay, and some of us gotta look way, way back. Go back in the record. Some of us just gotta look last week. Some of us just look mm-hmm. at a text from yesterday. But the fact that we are here, the fact that we are recording this podcast, that listener, you're listening to this podcast, like, that's evidence that you made it, honey. You're here. Yes, honey. This was meant to be. (laughs) It it was. There are no mistakes. Mm -mm. None. Lovely. None. Um... So we done jumped to the podcast. Look, I'm like, look, honey, thank my heart. It needed to catch up real quick. Um, No, beautiful. Thank you. And specifically today, we're going to talk about the spiritual healing side of all of the and then and thens. (laughs) Um, And I, I see you on Instagram a lot, and I will often tune into the. when you post the recordings of your Sunday sermons. Oh, nice. The proverbial experience. Yes. 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 Honestly, I, it is such a great thing to just experience. It is an experience Mm. um, because I find myself experiencing highs, sometimes lows, but every time I'm always at one point, laughing, smiling, and then just like <laughs> crying, <laughs> but feeling amazing during all of it. 
that's um, a part of the human experience like feeling what we're feeling right yes totally yeah mm-hmm. i mean we gotta feel it <laughs> you got to. you're not healing if it's just staying stuck in there you better come on ow, ow, i do a little something i try <laughs> you're not trying you're doing oh yeah. my gosh affirmation gas me up <laughs> is that your love language honestly yeah i think it's top <laughs> yeah all the love languages are my love language honestly truly and my joy in the scammer voice but if i gotta choose i'm gonna say words of affirmation quality Mm -hmm. time and physical touch so wait ew are we the same person (laughs) so honey let me let me just check on you because during covid People like us are not okay. We're like, we're not getting our quality time. We're not getting our hugs. Listen, (laughs) this has been tough. And I'm going to ask you a question about that too. Because I, it's not, I mean, look, not only is it the touch and wanting the hugs, but it's just being in the energy and the presence of others, my loved ones, my friends, that I'm just like, yeah, these Zooms and like the FaceTimes, it's not really doing it for me. And then like, I'm seeing more work than I'm seeing my friends. And it's, it's tough. I, you know, make do when I can. (laughs) I have my little group and, you know, Mm -hmm. we are sure that we are COVID free. We're safe. We wear our PPE. We get tested if we feel like we need to. Or if, you know, they happen to be working frontline or, like, actually working out of the house. Right. Um, But, Mm. yeah, no, it's... Girl, how you been feeling? (laughs) Listen, I was just supposed to be driving from New Orleans to Virginia, taking Mm. a road trip to meet one of my spiritual bays and do, like, some community time, some 2021 planning. Mm Mm-hmm. And she texted me this morning, like, not a winter wise, uh, not a winter storm advisory. <laughs> Ooh. Uh-uh. So I was like, that's right. I'm so spoiled living in New Orleans. It was 75 degrees on Friday. Oh, you know, my gosh. It's a little chilly now. It's like, let me actually check before I get to lying about my <laughs> Still, the fact that it was it's 75 degrees too. that recently. Right. Right. It's 52 and cloudy right now, but it's also the solar eclipse today. At the time of this recording, uh, it's the new moon in Sag. So. Yes. You know what? No. Actually, as little as I keep up with the moon phases, <laughs> I do mm-hmm. try. Um, but I, there was potential that I was going to go to this psychedelic um, ritual <laughs> for oh. the new moon tonight. <laughs> or okay. this phase of the moon. I know people who love psychedelics, you know, yes. take a little shroom, take Honey. a little acid, take a little this. I mean, with consent and like a, a dosage, not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. abusive. You know what I mean? I think in our culture, we don't have a sense of balance and restraint and right. intention. You know what I mean? So even when people think about places like New Orleans, for instance, the first thing everybody said when I was moving to New Orleans was, oh, you can drink in the street there. Mm -hmm. Like, why is this epic center of culture and African history and Black history and spirituality and spiritual practices? And the first thing you think of is is being able to... 
Right. <laughs> in Amsterdam, when I was going to Amsterdam, people were like, oh, the red light district. The red light district is like six by six blocks. Right. Like <laughs> Amsterdam ain't that time. big to begin with. Amsterdam, okay, that part. Right. right. You were making seem like, oh, you're going to Amsterdam, go to the red light district, you're going to smoke weed. It was like, first of all, I live in the Bay Area at the time. Look, so okay. I smell weed. Just we got weed, we got the drugs, we got the hoes. What, like, what? <laughs> like, right? So, like, this idea that you have to go to these quote unquote foreign or exotic places to indulge your vices. Vegas, Sin City, what happens in Vegas stays. It's like we live in such a hyper repressed but yet hyper sexualized culture mm-hmm. that people don't feel like they can express their desires without being judged. Whereas, like, if we could just have open, honest, uh, holistic conversations. Yeah, I believe it is a tool <laughs> um, using psychedelics. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, everybody as an adult should do a little piece of a psychedelic once in their life. You <laughs> think feel like, so? I, I I've do never think done so. it. So. I, look, I suggest especially for you because it is it definitely puts you in a different space and it gets, it totally removes your ego from the conversation. Mm. So when you don't have that loud disruption of an ego that, you know, might be holding you back in certain ways, you're able Mm. to process one um, Mm. just a lot clearer. Um, Sometimes depending on how you feel with um like um clairvoyance and stuff like that and like actually yeah. how people communicate with ancestors and with mm-hmm. spirits i feel like you receive messages a lot more clear you mm-hmm. have those pathways open wow. um you do feel energies from a lot of different things when people talk about like yeah. oh the trees vibrate i mean every living organic piece wow. of material has energy and you feel that are you clairvoyant i like to say that i inherited some clairvoyance i do (laughs) i am yes no i am and it it presents itself in different ways ways that i'm not all the way ready for all the time but it is it's amazing it's something that like i do embrace for myself um yeah and i listen i just i move as a vessel and I appreciate Mm. the gift that I have (laughs) it is a gift like I posted this thing on Instagram some months ago that was like normalize having spiritual gifts because people want to act like oh that's evil that's demonic and I know particularly for listeners who are maybe African descended and probably have some experience with the black church. Like there's just so much colonization and repression that happens there. Mm-hmm. When the fact of the matter is these spiritual gifts are our birthright. So when I started saying I am clear sentient, mm-hmm. I am clear audience. Like I hear voices. I hear yes. spirit. I feel My mother too. Yes, come on, shout out she, to your mom. Yeah, my whole life she's always said like she hears the spirits, mm-hmm. she hears people talking, or like if we would talk about someone that had passed, she would be like, Oh, so and so says whatever, so and so's chiming in via this way. And so right. I Even, think in that way that was normalized in my life. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Where are your people from? Um, my parents are just from the Bay, so Oakland okay. and Berkeley, um, but my okay. mother's parents are 
my grandmother is from Mallet, Louisiana, backwood, never mm. seen a swamp, like real, just country. Mm. Um, and oh, then my grandfather is from Beaumont, Texas. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you getting that hoodoo, conjure, yes. maybe some Creole kind oh, of it's snuck in all there. Creole. My grandmother is Creole yeah, through and yeah. through. Don't call her Cajun. Okay, she honey. will come for you. <laughs> she said they're different. They eat rats. That's not us. <laughs> I learned that, honey. Living in New Orleans, you do not cross Creole and Cajun. No, no, okay? no. Nope. <laughs> Um, for you. Right, it's not okay, the same. <laughs> what a gorgeous heritage you have. Yeah, no, it's something that, like, it's it's just been a part of me my whole life. And I, I hear things like that, like, oh, what a beautiful heritage, or, you know, wow, that's so interesting. And I'm just like, child. <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't have that. I'm the daughter of Caribbean immigrants. And my mom's from Barbados, my dad's from Guyana. And I've done yes. the DNA test. My mom's side is from Sierra Leone. My dad's side is from Angola. And this nice. is an African ancestry DNA test, praise the Lord. Yes. Um, yes. But won't he do it? <laughs> oh, won't he will? Won't she will? Won't she will? So, <laughs> um, the traditions of my people did not trickle down to me in an in, uh I was going to say in an intentional way, spirit stopped me from saying that. Well, how should I say this? Right. Um, in an obvious way, in uh, a, an overt way, mm-hmm. the gifts were passed down, just perhaps not recognized or perhaps repressed because my yes. parents grew up in very colonized Anglican Christian churches. I grew up with a brunette Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that was, Straight and hair. So, <laughs> like, uh, wow. White skin, what? No. How? In North Africa? In the Listen. sun? Listen. <laughs> Something don't add up. <laughs> Not add up. These European colonizers. So just decolonizing my religion has helped me to decolonize my faith, my spirituality, my body, my yes. mind, yes. my sexuality. Like, we're just we're saying no thank you to anything that tells me that I'm not good enough, that I'm not worthy, that there's something wrong with me. No, thank you. Okay. Look, no. (laughs) Say it loud for the people in the back. (laughs) Theology, spiritual system, thought, like way of life, ethic, moral compass that says who you are, who you love, how you show up in the world, anything like that is wrong or sinful. Like, honey, that is not from God. That mm-hmm. ain't that ain't it. Mm-mm. That God is not is out of God. Inspiration. <laughs> period. Right, right. That's coming from somewhere ugly within them too. <laughs> exactly. They have to my face those life demons. My life coach has helped me to realize, shout out to Jay King, that people who are racist or sexist or homophobic, there is something wrong in their spirit. They are essentially spiritually decapitated. And so rather than engaging people, right? This is life-changing for me. Rather than engaging people and trying to get them to see the error of their ways, feel sorry for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Say, it must suck 
to be you. God, to walk around with all that hate in your heart. Right. Like, ugh. Right. And then you, then you wonder why you age all nasty. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? It just People went all like, right here. <laughs> it's just sitting there. And it's just ugly. So, yeah, when I look at it that way, it really helps me to assess, well, then how do I want to invest my energy? Mm-hmm. Because energy is currency. So if yes. I know that you are spiritually decapitated, why would I try to engage you right. on, any, on any level? Uh-uh, right? yeah, I Let don't have the time. <laughs> I don't have the space. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the desire, Jason. Yeah, honestly. I don't have the desire to engage you. Okay. So I'm not out here doing racial reconciliation for why, for who, for what purpose. <laughs> honestly, honestly, truly. Here, truly, I'm not out here fighting with people talking about women can't be pastors for why. I'm gonna be for over what? here pastoring. Yes. Sitting over there. I really want to know why people are so just stuck on this patriarchy that's been built up. What does it have to do for them? I mean, I was just listening to a clip of uh, an Instagram live from Dana Nichols. Um, Mm -hmm. She's also known as the People's Oracle Online. I follow her on Twitter. Do you? Oh, okay. So then you already know. Okay, look, speak on it. She is giving us sidereal astrology realness. So sidereal, oh. in other words, is decolonized astrology. So astrology, as we've inherited it, is called tropical, and that's based on the sun. And the sun is a very like masculine energy kind of creation. Mm-hmm. So even when we're talking about the moon and how we don't follow the moon phases as much as the sun, of course we don't, because it's always like sun, sun masculine masculine patriarchy patriarchy in our face but she actually looks at the phases of the moon and sees how can we create astrology that actually centers this divine creation right Mm -hmm. and so she was talking about how men particularly straight men particularly straight white men right Mm -hmm. men who are invested in patriarchy have to divest from it because it's literally killing y'all too yeah it's killing men's spirits patriarchy the idea that you have to be so toxically masculine that Mm -hmm. you can't even hug your male friend right you are cutting off sources of love and support so that you don't look quote-unquote gay first of all what's wrong with being gay let's talk about it look ain't nothing i will tell you okay (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that honey Celebrate yourself. <laughs> oh, I love right? it. I do every day. Okay. And we celebrate Ashe. you and we see you and we love you and we honor you, right? <sighs> and you. that is just not how many men are doing their lives. When mm-hmm. I think about with the smoking Norfolk, who recently posted a photo of him hugging his 16-year-old son, and the vitriol, <sighs> the the hate. I was yeah. like. I see you didn't get no hugs from your daddy Ooh, when you were okay, growing up. Okay. <laughs> I see somebody needs a hug. <laughs> In therapy. Uh, yes, a <laughs> lot. <laughs> I'm going to sign you up for six hours a week, honey. Okay. Just go and do it. Why six hours a week? Uh, yes, Monday through Saturday. Okay. And they come to the therapy experience on Sunday. Yes, right, right. 
Yeah, no, it is. It's disgusting. It's like, I mean, the People's Oracle brought up to my attention that it is this, like, fight for power that nobody wants to relinquish or share or like people are just just so hell-bent on having the most amount of power and you know i mean it started with men the patriarchy Mm -hmm. and then them having all this power and not wanting to get rid of it (laughs) then in turn Mm -hmm. made the women just inferior which is is not (laughs) i honestly think naturally a woman is superior to uh, any any being what like what carrying creating life like uh, we help we help or whatever but like i mean look (laughs) i I identify as a non-binary every blue moon uh masculine Uh presenting but like all we do is help (laughs) (laughs) right i mean behind every like real big real strong real um accomplished man most times there is a woman (laughs) holding him up building him up you know so not getting her just do not getting her flowers which she needs right right when it comes to hetero relationships like the idea that (laughs) men and women can split things 50 50 like mm-hmm. there is a racialized and gendered pay gap so already off top men are making more money than women Period. then when we talk about just like living in the home you know, it's it's socially like identified that women are the primary caregivers of children of domestic tasks you know, all mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So there, there is no 50-50. You already coming in winning, sir. Right. <laughs> like right. At being in a relationship with me. So the least you could do is make 250K a year. The least you could do is have Come a on. private jet on set. Come on. I set. That's the <laughs> least you can do. Oh my gosh. Boy, why? Honestly, look, heard. Honestly. <laughs> Truly. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to jump back into, you mentioned very briefly people um, when we were speaking of clairvoyance and clairsentience that think that, or think or were raised in a space of spirituality is witchcraft. It is not of God. It is not of Jesus Christ uh, in the Latter-day Saints or whoever (laughs) you subscribe to. But like, you know, like... (laughs) What do you, if anything, what do you have to say for those people, those witchcraft, you know, woo people? Right. I would say you clearly don't know anything about Christianity. All all Mm -hmm. the only Christianity you know is the whitewashed American anti-black co-opted Christianity, right? Because when we look at the the roots of the religion, when we honor the fact that the historical Christ figure was in fact black was Mm -hmm. in fact African. That means that he was raised with an African consciousness and an African cosmology, which Mm -hmm. if you look at it, having spiritual giftedness is just what we do as African descended people. Like this whole concept of black girl magic is not new. (laughs) It's the fact that we hold this right, this in our DNA. Why? Because in African spirituality and spiritual systems, there's no separation between what's sacred and secular. 
Mm-hmm. So God is not some being outside of yourself. You are an expression of God on the earth. And yes. so that's why we're supposed to entreat creation with dignity and with tenderness and with care. This is why you can look to our indigenous um, kin, their ancestors who were inhabiting this land. And then all of a sudden these sickly pale mamma jammas show up and looking like you stink and you look sick. Here's some food. Here's some comfort. Next thing you know, we getting smallpox. Diseases, all kind of sex trafficking, feeding the babies to the dogs, honey. Terrible. Okay. So this is in our consciousness as Black, Indigenous, people of color Mm -hmm. to be community to each other, to celebrate the gifts that we bring, to honor the fact that before we even came to this physical realm, we were in the ancestral realm. And we said, I am going to Earth for this purpose. And we affirmed that. And they sent us here. And we came here, right? So the idea that this colonized religion that most people call Christianity has caused so much harm, so much loss, death, genocide, Mm -hmm. so much shrinking, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so much spiritual abuse, right? Don't none of that speak of the love and liberation that the God that I know would create and would have for us. So I would say that first study, right? Don't just okay. take doctrine as your faith. Yes. Like interrogate that thing. Yes. Ask <laughs> questions. Like, where did this come from? Why mm-hmm. do you interpret the scripture this way? What is the original context? What does it say in the actual original language? Exactly. Right? Which nobody Who ever seems it? to care to go back and look up. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this and why? And mm-hmm. what was their agenda? Right. Get curious, get nosy. And I'll back up by saying that you're allowed to ask questions, right? That yes. is a part of being spiritually gifted is having the gift of intellect and critical thinking and to say, something about this don't sound right. I got questions and that's okay. So right. when you do all of that and you really like look at how far we've gotten away from our African centeredness, then you're like, having spiritual gifts is the norm for us. Mm-hmm. Honestly. <laughs> it's not even, it's not demonic. And to close this part, like when we look at Jesus as an African conjurement, mm-hmm. what white man you know is saying, speak to this mountain and it will be moved? <laughs> that is. I don't know, none of them. I couldn't find. <laughs> Okay, that was an African man talking about get out in nature. Right. Use your mouth. Use the power of your word. Yes. Be community with each other. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I would say to them. Beautiful. Um, And now I kind of want to move towards the realm of the clients that you work with, the yeah. Uh, the healed and the healing that you are yes, a healer yes. for. <laughs> Have you noticed with those people, because we spoke about us feeling frantic and just kind of in this weird way of COVID, have you noticed a shift in your clientele's, um, just their mannerisms or their attitudes when it comes to COVID? Has there been like a spike in anxiety? 
You know, the thing that comes up the most is loneliness, honestly. Yeah. Um, that we are feeling so supremely disconnected because we have been using, excuse me, we okay. have been using technology to <clears throat> classes, to share the highlight reels of our lives, to connect with family who maybe doesn't live with us. But there's something psychically about being quarantined. If you're doing it right, because some folk ain't doing it right. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Most of the country if you, isn't. <laughs> if you are actually trying to protect the collective and yourself, for that matter, mm-hmm. we've been in the house for nine months. Yeah. Yikes. Like somebody who announced their pregnancy or learned they were pregnant at the top of quarantine is like about to give birth or has given birth already. Right. That's a year. Yeah. Mm. It's almost been the full year. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for me working from home, yeah, it is close <laughs> to being the full year almost. Like you don't want to see your space anymore. You want to, <sighs> especially someone like me like at the top of quarantine uh i had been traveling two weekends a month right for speaking engagements and for workshops and things and so to just have that come to a halt Mm -hmm. like so abruptly and then for us to be like oh okay well you know it's two weeks right we thought (laughs) okay it's the summer Okay, wait a minute. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and to not have any kind of leadership at the federal level was just absolutely grotesque. You want to talk about sin? That was sinful. Okay. The way our lack of leadership, right, just right. left us all out here. You got folks overseas getting $2,000 a month, $1,500 a month. Everything is shut down. We got one $1,200 stimulus check in eight Hello, months. Hello, in eight months. What? They don't care about us. Meanwhile, Jeff motherfucking Bezos about to be a trillionaire over here. Ugh, I want some. <laughs> Just give me a couple. I mean, you deserve some. That's the yes. thing. I saw a tweet that said Jeff Bezos could pay each of his Amazon employees $105,000 a year. Yeah. And he will still be as rich as he was at the beginning of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Keyword could. But. Could. <laughs> but will not. Right. But refuses to. Ugh, terrible, honestly. And yeah. So I understand you, listener. Like, I like, see you. I see you. We're doing Amazing. what we're supposed to do. Okay, period. But until those people who aren't doing what they're supposed to do die off or and or change. Okay, right? look, I'm not the only one saying it. <laughs> oh, there are some people who just need to die. Okay, yeah, just get out. <laughs> just get out of the physical space. Yeah, like we're waiting for you. But the beauty that I honor, you know, we were talking about on Twitter earlier, is just seeing Gen Z and these babies taking their grandparents a task and reading their parents for Phil. Yes. Like his their pronouns are they, them, theirs. Why can't you I'm like, you better read You better. 
<laughs> yeah. That's racist. How could you say something like that? That's what needs to be happening, right? Definitely. The wherever checking. The checking. Wherever there are marginalized people, are going to be people who are against that marginalized group. And right. so the fact of the matter is everyone needs to be doing their work so that there's a trickle-down effect, right? Definitely. Racism is not black people's problem. It's Racism not. is white people's problem. Okay. Right? Okay. Homophobia is not gay people's problem. At all. Homophobia is straight people's problem. Right. And that means that the people who get it have to get the people who don't. And if we were all doing that, there would not be oppression. Because we're spending all of our time and investing, excuse me, all of our time and energy in getting the people who look like us and who might hear us to get their shit together. Right. But instead, we got poor, queer, trans, black women, (laughs) right? Or trans folk. Yeah. Doing all the work. (laughs) Tired. how the most marginalized person doing the most work? Exactly, what? exactly. The true workhorses and getting zero representation, recognition, uh, zero of the accolades. That is the sin. Yeah. That is the sin. It is. It, that is truly sinful. Not that chocolate bar I ate last night. <laughs> that was just <laughs> indulgent. <laughs> Oh, honey, look, we in quarantine, okay? Yes. Everything in moderation. Yes, but you know, if you want it, get you a taste. (laughs) (laughs) So lastly, I want to ask you, and this is mainly for the listeners, um, I was on your website and I noticed that a lot of your services that you provide are for cis women. Um which is beautiful, lovely. Um, But do you have any resources or anything to say concerning spiritual healing for everyone across the spectrum? Yeah. Um, So I am a cisgender heterosexual woman, right? Mm -hmm. So I do not understand the queer person's experience. I do not understand the trans person's experience. So it would be irresponsible of me to put myself in a space to say this is what our experience is right no I can listen yeah. I can affirm I can nudge niggas out the way who don't need to be talking and, and make sure you get the mic right okay. but um, there is something to be said about staying in your lane <laughs> and mm-hmm. then doing the work to ensure that you do amplify the platforms of other people difficulties i know the recording stopped abruptly nonetheless i hope you all enjoyed this conversation with levon um if you all want to check her out online you can totally find her on instagram at levon p that's l-y-v-o-n-n-e the letter p um so totally check pastor bay out you can catch her spiritual sermons her proverbial experiences as she calls them um, every Sunday she does live streams and then she posts them um, to her page so don't be scared if you miss them you can always catch them 
You can also subscribe to her Patreon. You can find all of that information on her Instagram. Um, definitely check her out on Twitter as well. Just search Levon Proverbs. You should be able to find her. Um, yeah, she's always doing something super philanthropic and really gorgeous for the community. Um, so please check her out. Give her some love. Tell her I sent you <laughs> the Stranger Could Be Arranged podcast. And um, I look forward to so many more great things for her. And once more, please support this podcast by following the podcast on Spotify or anywhere you're listening. Um, give us a thumbs up like however their rating system works. You can also follow on Instagram at strange or could be arranged. Um, find me. <laughs> I'll be posting some cool things always going crazy in the Instagram stories um, or also posting some foolishness on Twitter at strange or could be arranged. I think it's also strange or arranged or something like that. Point is, you'll be able to find me however you look me up, honey. <laughs> Also, if you'd like to support this podcast financially, you can hit me up on Cash App. That is dollar sign strange arranged, all one word, all lowercase. Um, and all donations go directly into the production of this podcast because it is funded by yours truly, the Don, the baddest bitch. So yeah, if you like this and if you got a few coins to throw somewhere, <laughs> I'll take them. Um, <laughs> last but certainly not least, if you'd like to send an email and start a chat, tell us what you want to hear, talk about something strange, arrangeable, something foolish, child, <laughs> shoot it to the email at strange or arranged at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you.